Hello, sister friends. Thank you all for joining us today. And to our podcast listeners, thank you for joining us as well. Today, we're going to continue the conversation about when the A word shows up adultery. It's going to be good. We've got some new guests and we're going to go just a little bit deeper on how to overcome and triumph after the A word shows up in our marriages. Let's have a conversation. friends thank you for joining us today this is our second episode and if you watched the first one you realize that we left a lot on the table we left a lot on the table and as the old folk would say a lot of meat on the bone That's right. <laughs> so we had to do an episode two on the a word when adultery shows up and I'm so excited I got my new friends at the table with me today for the very first time Miss Karen Edwards and Karen is a life coach and a health fitness coach at Orange Theory, correct? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Welcome, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us today. And as always, we have Miss Catherine Young at the table with Good me to today. Here. Yes, Karen. we made it to our second episode, our second oh, season. Yes. Poo. Yes, and uh, the vision of God unfolding before our very eyes, and we're honored to yes. be doing this yes. uh, together and with you on today. And, and Catherine is the director at Care Parenting mm -hmm. uh, Center here in Shreveport. And then I have my new friend, Miss Sherry Free, with us today. And Sherry is a cardiac nurse with Christus in uh, Bossier City. And so we're glad that she's at the table with us. Our cup for today as you can see is very transparent and uh, we picked this cup now on the other side mine says fun because I need more fun in my life, Sherry. I need more fun. Um, but uh, transparency is important. And we're going to be talking about something that a lot of people don't talk about, and that's adultery. And we don't talk about it uh, from the perspective of the female. We generally, when we talk about adultery in our marriages and in relationships, it's generally from the male perspective. And the, 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 the male is the one that has either uh, went out and committed adultery went outside of the marriage and I wanted us to have a conversation an honest conversation a transparent conversation about what it looks like and uh, when it's from the female perspective and so we're going to do that today and these ladies have been so kind uh, to join us in this conversation and before we start I wanted to share a brief scripture uh, because I didn't want anyone to leave from the first episode thinking that we're endorsing divorce because mm -hmm. uh, we talked about options yes. and I said what my um, what, what was the word I used you said um you said um, it's some things that deal breaker. Deal I use the word deal breaker. Yes. What are your deal breakers? Uh -huh. And I didn't want people to uh, leave away thinking, well, 
she's got a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, with, without explaining that, yeah, I had deal breakers, mm -hmm. yeah. um, but yeah. it, those were my personal deal breakers. They don't have anything to do with the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and But the Lord's deal breakers now in Malachi 2 and 16, um, he, well, it's not really a deal breaker. That's not the, the scripture I'm going to use, but the scripture does say that God hates divorce. Mm -hmm. um, scripturally, he did give us reasons for divorce, mm -hmm. um, which and one of those was adultery. Mm -hmm. right. But we're talking about just because adultery shows up, that doesn't necessarily mean the outcome has to That's end right. in adultery. Yes. And so that to me is a very important conversation to have. Mm -hmm. And uh, Malachi 2 and 16, for those of you that are Bible readers, it says, for I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. To divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So guard your heart. Do not be unfaithful to your wife. So for those of that, uh, those of you that want to know, well, what's God's you know thought about divorce? Um, he says, I hate it. Mm -hmm. But does the grace and mercy of God? Does he you know does he extend his mercy and his grace uh, for people that do get divorced because of um, adultery or because of um, whether it's battery? You're free. If he leaves you and he doesn't want to stay married to you, you're not bound to him. That's right. Okay. Um, and those are, I mean, you, you could be, you know, delve deeper into that in your theology, mm -hmm. but those are the most two common uh, reasons why people have divorced. But what is God's heart? His heart is he doesn't, he doesn't, he hates it. Yeah. That's yeah. not his best for us, mm -hmm. but does he apply grace and mercy to it mm -hmm. if we find ourselves in those situations? Mm -hmm. So ladies, we want to talk about your experience and um, how you came around this table um, through your experience of infidelity. Miss Sherry, would you share with us, you know, your experience? Yes, yes. First of all, thank you so much yes. for inviting me. Um, and I want to say something real quick to that scripture that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. I believe in my heart, I've always just clung to this. This became a reality just through my experience that the reason the Lord hates divorce, um, he hates the, the consequence, mm -hmm. yes, but I think the missed opportunities Mm. that um, we we forfeit when we don't we're not in that place where the Lord heals and where yes. he redeems and and so it's a missed opportunity when divorce and there's always restoration and healing yes. and new beginnings even after divorce but I Absolutely. think that for me being mm -hmm. freed before the divorce occurred, mm -hmm. I understood why the Lord would have hated had I gotten divorced. Because when I look today mm -hmm. at the wholeness of my marriage, it's what I would have missed out on. Right. It, it comes from a heart, not so much of hate in that definition, yes. but of a sorrow for his daughter to yes. have missed out. Yes. Yeah. And um, my husband and I actually just celebrated September 2nd, our 31 year anniversary. And I wanna say that I don't believe that any woman ever sets out to have a relationship outside of her marriage. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely not something that I believe any woman ever uh, sets out for. Right. I think for me personally, um, it was just a, a, a place of brokenness. It was mm -hmm. a place mm -hmm. where obviously I was missing 
something. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, there was a void in, in not just me individually, but in my marriage and my relationship. Mm -hmm that the enemy just simply took advantage of. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, for me personally, it was something that was, you know, I use the analogy oftentimes, we've all seen those big spider webs that form outside mm -hmm. of windows. I think a web of adultery, I think the, the deceit, the trap mm -hmm. of the enemy is mm -hmm. something that's often spun mm -hmm. over time. It's not necessarily something that just occurs right. um, mm -hmm. overnight. Right. Um, but just finding my play myself in that place of vulnerability where the enemy used someone to speak words to um, you know through that that deceitful tongue right mm -hmm. convinced me that I wasn't supposed to be married to my husband that there was um, a better richer right. more exciting so it sounds like love you're saying outside that it, it wasn't it didn't just happen it didn't it just happen right it was right. something that happened like a, like you said a web. Yes. Slowly it was a slow together. seduction, yeah. Yeah. really, yes. of the enemy. That, that lustful spirit mm -hmm. seduced me mm -hmm. over time. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, and that reminds me, uh, there's a scripture in Proverbs 28 and 26, and it says, Those who trust in their own insight are foolish, mm -hmm. but anyone who walks in uh, wisdom is safe yeah. and that's kind of what happens when you when you're unfulfilled or you're you know despondent or you're unhappy in a relationship mm -hmm. it's almost like the enemy sees that and so he yeah. starts to set little traps right. and if you're if if you don't have a, a group of people that you can go to and say, this is what I'm feeling or this is what I'm going through or this is I'm being tempted because there's no it's not a sin to be tempted. Mm -hmm. It's it's when we act on our temptations mm -hmm. that we get that the web starts to, you know, get spun around us. Yeah. And so it's important that we don't just um have confidence in our own abilities mm -hmm. and our own uh, you know our abilities to say, well, you know, I, I'm restrained or I have morals or, you know, I have a high standard. And so that I would never do that. Yeah. You know, yes. that we, except for the grace of God, yeah. there go I, mm -hmm. all of us can be in a situation yeah. Yeah. where we could find ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, lured mm -hmm. and vulnerable, lured into, you know, relationships, especially now with the internet. Mm -hmm. right. It's so, you know, we're, we're such, you know, we communicate so much through email emails and Facebook and Instagram and it seems at times it could feel like it's just you know it's um, it's not harmful mm -hmm. but it, if we're not if we don't have those boundaries mm -hmm. we could cross lines we don't know that we're crossing with someone that's not our spouse yeah, right, right. Um, how about you Karen how did um, yours uh, come, come about? about well mine's a little different yeah <laughs> um, I'm like on a total opposite kind of thing. During my time, what happened with me was I had already, I had went through so much with him. Mm -hmm. I will say in the end, mine was all about trust. Mm -hmm. It was a trust issue. Once the trust is broken mm -hmm. in a marriage, mm -hmm. it does allow the enemy to come in. Mm -hmm. And with a woman, trust is so huge. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like that there's you can't trust him. You can't depend on him anymore. All the foundations that you know from your husband are gone, you know, 
and then here comes somebody else. So here's okay. the seduction. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. The seduction comes in. Yes. And then at that point, you just say, well, you know what? I'm better off here. Right. I'm better off here than where, where I'm at because where I'm at, I'm not getting what I need. Mm -hmm. He's not what at all what I thought. Well, let me, well, but what, okay, what was the value? Because um, we're talking about, you know, where you were in, in a certain head space, whether you were, you know, a Christian or whether you were not, whether you had a, a committed relationship or you didn't have a committed relationship, at, at some point, um, you had to be in a certain uh, mentality in your thinking that um, what you were experiencing, the lack of trust mm -hmm. or the lack of attention or the, the, the lack of affection um, caused the vow to, you, the, you know what I'm saying, right. the sacredness of the vow, it, didn't, it, it devalued it to a certain degree. It did. Can you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, it just... Well, when I think about what made me make that choice, mm -hmm. I think about marriage just in totality. When you were talking about marriage and how sacred it is right. and how beautiful it is, you know, it always to me has been like a like a romance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a romance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got your knight in shining armor like a romance. Mm -hmm. So you're when you go and you put your whole heart and love and attention into somebody, your mm -hmm. trust. You just know this person has your back. Yeah. You know that they're not going to hurt you. You know that they're not going to let you down. You know, you might have some little stuff, but never nothing so major to where it would just crush your heart. And for me, when my heart got crushed repeatedly, okay, mm -hmm. it was repeatedly. Yeah. It wasn't one time. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, this was over uh, years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Years to where I just I felt hopeless. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. Lost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um unworthy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, insignificant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, those kind of things not not even feeling just pretty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, not so even So is that are you resonating with yes. what Karen's mm -hmm. saying? Yes. Those are similar yeah. things that you were feeling, Sherry? Yes. I think that that insecurity um, mm -hmm. And that place of really just not having the love encounter and the intimacy with the Lord. You know, yeah. for me personally, that void, my, my love relationship with the Holy Spirit was not present. Okay. I, had, I had religion. I was saved was as a it. child. I knew that Jesus had died on the cross for my sin. Mm -hmm. I was raised in church. I had a daddy that we were in church every time the doors were open. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that I didn't know Jesus as my Savior, right. but I didn't have intimacy with Him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was that void in mm -hmm. my life that the enemy tried to fill. So it yeah. sounds like what I'm hearing both of you saying is, is that it wasn't necessarily, I mean, it was about your husband's, but it was really about the void, the void. That, yes. that you felt that they should be fulfilling mm -hmm. um, in you all's relationship yes. and because they weren't fulfilling that void or they weren't living up to the standard or the romance, the romance standard right. or the, um, fulfilling your needs um, yes, emotionally. And I have to say, I was 14 and my husband was 16 when we met. Oh, okay. And, you know, we were kids. Yeah. We were just kids when we got married. And neither one of us really knew how yeah. to yeah. nurture one another. Mm -hmm. 
there was just that season, even in the beginning of our marriage, where we started off not really knowing how mm-hmm. yeah. to nurture and love one another in, in a way that would keep our marriage whole mm-hmm. and healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it was in those those opportunities that the enemy took. Yeah. Well, he did. Mm-hmm. But what got me was, well, we were totally different. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew the Lord, grew up with the Lord, the whole thing, my family, the whole kid and caboodles. But it was always from me, avoid their period, not just from the male perspective. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, and having in that intimacy, okay, which I know now was God. Yes. That was the key of what I needed. But at the time, the void that I felt needed to come from a man, and it comes way from uprooting from where I was built where I where I grew up all of the things that I've had in my life so I looked upon him mm-hmm. to feel Still, that right. void. All, the male, all the male voids in your life right so that was a high um, and not to say that he couldn't meet it but he but he was coming up short he was coming up short he was coming up short and I I yeah. believe now looking back that my standards was way too high oh, I, I mean they were just too yeah. high for him because knowing now you know, after everything that we have been through, I can honestly say that the void that I needed filled was God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything I needed was from God. Mm-hmm. And he was just a gift. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was he was not at all mm-hmm. so he was not my all. Right, he yeah. wasn't your all in all. Right. He was a, he was a gift. He was just a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask a question. Because I hear both of you talking and it's amazing. But let me ask you. Either one of you, did you feel like you had a safe zone to where you could run to a girlfriend, someone that you could talk to and they were transparent with you? You could trust them before you actually got to the act. You know, like somebody you could call and you say, ooh, I'm in trouble. I'm going to have some feelings I shouldn't feel. Did you feel like you could or another way, did you feel too shame? To go to someone and talk to them that you in church, and I'm feeling this way because I'm or in justified, church. or yeah, justified, yeah, like he ain't, yeah. he ain't doing what he's yeah. supposed to be doing, and mm-hmm. he coming up short, yes. and you know I'm all of that, and I'm you know I'm fine, mm-hmm. yes. I'm, I'm quality, mm-hmm. and if he if he can't handle quality, I'm gonna find somebody that can. Mm-hmm. Did you feel it could been you know you had someone that you could go to that you could trust? Or like Pastor T said, you had your own standards mm-hmm. or someone that was just safety for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have her. She's mm-hmm. still my ride or die now. Mm-hmm. I had her. Did she give you a warning? Did she say no, don't? Or it's not you? worth it. Yeah. She did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> but you didn't yeah. listen. No, she did. Okay. She said, what, you, what you're looking for, you're not going to find. Yeah. Okay. That's what, what you're looking for, you're not going to find. Okay. Interesting. How about you, Miss Sherry? Did you have someone? Honestly, my sister. Okay. My sister. Mm-hmm. We were just in that closeness where I could tell her what mm-hmm. was going on. And, you know, she just, in love, of course, would give me advice. And I don't remember any judgment yeah. coming from mm-hmm. her. I think she was, mm-hmm. like you said, just that safe place. Yes. Place. That she tried to understand just because she loved me. She tried to understand. I didn't have girlfriends at the time that I I felt, and I think that was obviously shameful. I knew what I was doing was wrong, and so I didn't have girlfriends necessarily that I felt like I could Mm -hmm. trust that Mm -hmm. would be a safe place for me to share, but I did have my sister. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes our minds are, we're in in the place, um, uh, only you can speak to what that would feel like, but I mean, I can imagine 
that would, if your mind is made up mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm going to fulfill this or I'm going to have this relationship or I'm just I'm tired of what my reality is mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. You could have people giving you good advice. You could have, you know, you could be going to church hearing good messages. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit can, can be can convicting you. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, we get in those dark places internally mm -hmm. right. that we have to do it. We have to actually mm -hmm. just, you know, fulfill, live out yeah. um, that desire that we're, that's, you know, nagging on our back um, until we can actually let it go. Um, because I know a lot of people that, that, you know, have had experiences where people were telling them, you mm -hmm. know, these are the consequences. Don't do this, or yeah. there's mm -hmm. a better way, you know, mm -hmm. to, you know, out mm -hmm. of this, or, mm -hmm. and, but it wasn't until that person, they had to just do it, you know, mm -hmm. to get it out of their system. And I'm not saying that's the right way to go, but you know, our flesh mm -hmm. and right. our desires are really, um, they're powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where God comes in. Right. And like, like we have to get to the place where it's like, God, I, you gotta help me. Yeah. You know, right. you've got to do something <laughs> or, you know what I mean? I don't know, you know, how I'm right. gonna get past this. Well, let me ask you ladies, because, um, infidelity showed up in in your marriage mm -hmm. and how did you get past that i mean most you know people say you know if a, if a man cheats on a woman she's gonna you know a woman's heart is so kind and compassionate mm -hmm. and she's gonna for, she forgives you know uh, the husband all the time mm -hmm. and generally that they, they kid around well if, if a woman ever did that to a man he'll never you know and most people believe that um, tell me, Miss Sherry, how did how did your husband respond, yes. and how was the outcome? Yes. Um, to make a very long story short, I went on a medical mission trip. At the time, my husband had found out mm -hmm. um, that I was having the affair, so we were separated. He had his own apartment. Okay. Um, we were going to get a divorce when I went on a medical mission trip. I was a brand new nurse. By this time I had graduated nursing school and I encountered the love of God wow. on the mission field. As I was bounding wounds, I mean, I literally saw um, people would come into the clinic with weeping wounds mm -hmm. on their feet and on their legs. And as I was putting bandages on their wounds, Jesus was binding wow. me. Yes. You know, he was just like the Samaritan. He was pouring the oil and the wine and the Holy Spirit and just love, just yes. the redemptive, right. cleansing, um, disinfectant of his love yeah. was, was being poured in me to the point where when we got back to the mission home, it was before cell phones, we had one phone in the mission home, <laughs> and there was a line, you can imagine, to, to call back to home, and I can still remember running to the front of that line, please, I have got to call my husband, I've got to um, tell him that I love him and I want wow. my marriage to work, and so yeah. just fast forward, my so husband... So healing started with you first. Healing came with me in first. Your heart, yes. towards your husband. Yes, and little did wow. I know that my husband, he had, he had forgiven me, he had not left me he was willing to reconcile God had graced his heart mm -hmm. um, just to stick with me and not leave me yeah. Yeah. and little did I know when I left for Nicaragua Billy had cried out to God mm -hmm. I'm done if she does not come back 
any different. Yeah. If she's the same, mm -hmm. he and his heart really felt like he had fought the good fight, yeah. 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 and he was ready to surrender. Mm -hmm. And so, me calling home and you know crying out to him that I forgive me, and I can still remember coming in. My son at the time, he was about six years old, and just really falling at both of their yeah. feet wow. and asking him to forgive me wow. and I want to say that not only did he of course forgive me we reconciled that night um, he never spent another night away from me never went back to that apartment yeah. Yeah. thank God but there was a season past that it, I would love to say that that was that was it we yeah. reconciled yeah. and it's right. been beautiful from that moment but there was a there was a season when I had to give him that place for him to heal. Yes. Yes. There was yeah. some forgiveness that um, not that I needed to earn it, but that I needed to allow mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. process of trust to be to rebuilt. Mm -hmm. yes. And that included me telling him where I was going every mm -hmm. moment of the yes. day. That right. included me not having not having any passwords, even on into the age of cell phones. I've never had a password on my cell phone. Wow. I gave up all rights yeah. really mm -hmm. to any secrets mm -hmm. with my husband. And and I think that's important. Yes. Yes. I just felt that heavy in my heart for women out there who maybe they have received that forgiveness yes. from their spouse, yes. but they're having trouble with the husband wanting to know where mm -hmm. they are every that's moment normal. of the day. Yes. That give them that yes. place. They Absolutely. need they need that access right. so that the Lord can rebuild that trust yeah. in their hearts. And you know what it really touches my heart right now that is so beautiful is to hear when you said um, healing began while you were in a foreign country yes. doing missions. Yes. God was working with you mm -hmm. and then your husband was at home yes. and God was working with him. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when two people are broken yes. and then they invite God in, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes. God can do more than what we can ever do um, when we put our focus and our trust in him yes. and on him as our rescuer yes. and as our securer, you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. And so that is just amazing. Mm -hmm. Karen, um, tell me how did how did you and Johnny um, find your way back together after? Oh, I'm gonna try to make this short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so much. Um, Johnny and I have a lot going on, but. But you guys, your marriage stayed. Our marriage did stay. But because you got a divorce. We did get a divorce because it was infidelity on both of our sides. Mm -hmm. Ours mm -hmm. just wasn't one-sided. Mm -hmm. However, I'll tell you about God. The beautiful part about it is when, because he went, he repented and did all that, but you know I didn't believe him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe him. So it was about a year, and at the end of that year, um, I remember I was just tired and I was broken. Yeah. And I had lost trust. When I say I lost trust, I lost trust in everybody, including God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was mad at everyone. Mm -hmm. And when I came back to, I was in my kitchen table. I was at my kitchen table, and I looked up to God and I said, "You know what? <sighs> I'm gonna trust you again." Mm -hmm. And when I said that, I said, because for one, I looked at my little ones and I said, I want my little ones to have a father. Yeah. I want them to have a family. Mm -hmm. And I went through all this. And I said, and I, but I really want them to have this. This is my heart, so I'm gonna trust you. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I said, who is my husband? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, Johnny. <laughs> and I said, okay, 
Well, I tell you what, <laughs> and I gave a laundry list. I said, Lord, if yeah, I go back, do this, God, Lord. I said, if I'm going to trust mm -hmm. him again, I said, I'm, I said, but I tell you what, I said, he needs to be all these things. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, I want you to know that I'm going to trust you and you alone. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to put my faith in a man again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my faith in you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let you direct my path from this day forward. And we got back together, but it was rough. But you got, but let's just be clear, okay? You got a divorce. We got a divorce. You, not like, you know, you know, a separation. No. Not like, you know, uh, this, is a, this is the new thing they do now where they, um, they uncoupled. They didn't yeah. uncoupled. They yeah. went to the courthouse and got a divorce. divorce. They got papers <laughs> for a divorce. Papers, <laughs> yes. For a year. And you lived your life for a year. For a year. Okay. For a year. And then you talked to God in the kitchen. In the kitchen. And you said, who is my husband, Lord? <laughs> and the Lord said. <laughs> it's Johnny. It is. <laughs> and so he had to win your heart back, he win did. your trust back but basically what I'm hearing you hearing you say is is that you didn't put all all of your confidence and hope in him all of that belonged solely to God mm -hmm. God alone. so how many years yeah. has it been it's been we've been together what tw about 22 years now mm -hmm. but I can honestly say when I think about it when I had thought about it because I haven't thought about this in a long time yeah Thank you for sharing it. Yeah, too. I haven't thought about it in a long time. I don't, when I tell you, I, I really, I trust him now. Mm -hmm. I don't know when I started that trusting him. Mm -hmm. I have okay. no clue whatsoever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that, and it was very, very hard. Mm -hmm. But God really healed, mm -hmm. and it took years mm -hmm. to heal. Mm -hmm. But he did that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he showed me what love and trust really is. He yes. showed you what love and trust mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. And reconciliation is not easy. Yeah. But it is possible. And um, let, me, let me say mm -hmm. this before we get ready to close. You know, I was listening to you. I was listening to you. No one has a set amount of time mm -hmm. how long it will take. Right. We have we have counseled couples and they'll say, Well, she needs to get over it. Yeah. Right. This happened three years ago. Right. He right. needs to get over this and this. Yeah. There's no set time. That's good. Don't hold anyone to that standard. So Allow true. God to do the work. Amen. It'll Amen. come back together. Yeah. Amen. And I wanted to share a scripture in first John five and fourteen. This is a great scripture. It says and we are confident that he hears us whenever yes. we ask for anything that pleases him. Yes. We are confident yes. that he hears us. Amen. My friend, you can be confident yes. that he hears you when you ask him things that yes. pleases him. And we know that it pleases mm -hmm. him uh, to heal us. Yes. Yes. It pleases him when we find reconciliation. Yes. Yes. It pleases him when we are able to walk in forgiveness yes. and yes. walk toward forgiveness. Um, two people walking towards forgiveness, doing the work uh, that it takes uh, to earn the trust, doing the work that it takes uh, to get to that healing place in your relationships. And, you know, no one ever said that um, separating um, isn't a good thing. Sometimes you have to separate. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to remove yourselves from toxic situations. But even in your removing, you don't remove God. Right. You don't remove what is Amen. God's will, Amen. what is God's plan yes. um, for my family, for yes. my children, for right. my relationship. Mm -hmm. right. And you might be surprised that God might say to you mm -hmm. what he said to Karen. Mm -hmm. And he might say, your husband is 
Johnny or Bill or, you know what I'm saying? Or you may be surprised when you find out that God will send you to fulfill your call like he did Miss Sherry. Mm -hmm. And you're out there helping other people while yes. you're hurting and wounded and broken. Mm -hmm. And God begins to heal you internally. Amen. And the same way that he heals you and forgives mm -hmm. you, you find compassion yes. for your spouse that yes. has let you down or yes. disappointed you. Mm -hmm. So healing, my sister friend, is available to you and for you and we're believing God for your families to be restored yes. and we want you to know that adultery is not the end of your story Amen. God sees you God hears you and these ladies are proof Amen. that God could bring your your marriages Yes. back together. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that we've helped you. Be blessed. See you next week. Sisters, what a conversation we had today. We want to thank Karen, Catherine, and Sherry for sharing with us and giving us biblical principles that would help us strengthen our marriages and to realize that even when the A word shows up, it doesn't have to equal divorce. It was rich. It was interesting and it was life changing. Join us next week as we go a little bit deeper in our conversations.